The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, little notify bell next to it. Just make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available in the audio realm wherever fine podcasts can be found, including places like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple iOS Podcasts, and of course, CastBox. We have a terrific partnership with CastBox. Be sure to go ahead and uh, download that to your Apple or iOS device. And then go to Going In Raw, hit subscribe. Yeah. It really helps the show if you really do that. Does. It's completely free and easy. Totally free. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a terrific way to support Going In Raw. You can watch the show ad-free if you're tired of those pesky ads here on YouTube. You can uh, $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson gets you Going In Raw ad-free. Hold on. Okay. We are officially at 1,100 comments. Nice, which legitimately is probably around 600. Yeah, but still, that's not that's not Thanks too bad. Thanks to Graham Maloney Gate. Uh, well, his heart was in the right place. No, it's great. It's great. Uh, and then at five dollars a month and up, every single day, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, anyways, you get access to our 30 minute post show, post show, post show, yay or nay. Um, today, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sort of debating on what video to watch today what are the from, our, from our favorite backyard wrestler because oh. he had a job interview that he talked about and I kind of want to plug in the mic or the uh, the headphones so we can hear and, 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 and do a reaction to that. So um, we'll see about that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, once again, no new intro today. Um, yeah, however, it is, uh, it's, I would say, about 30% complete. I posted, uh, you can get on our Instagram, Instagram, uh, it's at oh, uh, Steve yeah. and Larson, and I posted, st still, still, uh, I put, what's that? DDT Ooh. is coming to the U.S. WrestleMania DDT weekend. Pro is coming to the U.S. Wow, that might make, that might get us out for to New York for WrestleMania To New weekend. York, to, to New York. Some DDT Pro. I'd be down for that. But if you know what, man, I, just, I feel like, well, I don't know, it could be still be cool, even though Kota Bushi's not there. Still, there's a bunch of other wrestlers in DDT Pro that I'd, I'd be. I mean, they all anybody who's willing to show their butt during a wrestling match, 
or wrestle in an office cubicle, I'm down with them. Imagine if they have their show like in Times Square. Yeah, it'd be the great. The entire show takes place in Times Square. But no permits? Yeah. All, yeah, yeah guerrilla that'd style? That'd be Absolutely awesome. Absolutely great. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, we're uh, there. Uh, new intro should be showing up on Monday, though. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm deep into it. So, And it's looking really good. It's looking very good. Should be a good intro. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, before we get to these super chats, let's talk about uh, the title of the show and the thumbnail. Uh, and by the way, we do have a couple of moderators. I hope we have moderators in chat. Yeah, I know we, yeah, have, yeah, yeah, we have moderators yeah, yeah, in chat. Yeah. Mr. Dope is here at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to try to keep this conversation civil. I'm not, I'm not about to claim that the, the Bellas are the, you know, the end all be all problem of the WWE, but there does seem to be uh, a groundswell of people thinking that uh, the Bellas, yay or nay in WWE. Um, last night it was sort of magnified by the uh, botchy performance from uh, Brie Bella. Well, she she kicked Liv Morgan twice in the head. And then that thing that I showed you was actually the opposite. It was Brie Bella stiffen uh, Ruby Riot with a with an elbow mm. on the slingshot mm-hmm. that looked pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. So between um, what? Okay, so specifically what happened last? So this is what happened. So uh, Nikki was in the ring with with Liv Morgan. Uh, Nikki tags in Brie. They do like a double team move. And then Bree proceeds to deliver some yes kicks to Liv Morgan. Um, now, the first two hit their target, which is right here, the mm-hmm, chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one was starting to get a little high. The fourth one was square in the face. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth one, which I think is one that knocked out Liv Morgan, was also square in the face. Yeah. Um, Liv Morgan hits the mat. She's out. She's yeah. out cold. Uh, Bree. She rolls her over for a pin, which yeah. is like. If you know something, okay, look, here's the thing. Well, I mean, like, here's the thing. If someone's knocked out cold, you don't know what it is. Um, in, the, in the event that it could be a possible neck injury, you don't move them. You definitely don't move them. You em. don't move them. Well, she rolls, she rolls Liv over, goes for the pin. Um, Liv starts to come to a little bit. Well, okay, my thing about the pin is this. You know they're supposed to kick out. Yeah, she's how, out cold. How is yeah, it you no. think that somebody, and God bless Liv Morgan, when she heard that too, and knew the three was coming, like the shoulder got up as yeah, much yeah, as yeah. it possibly could. Yeah. But, okay, I mean, here's the thing. So Brie Bell has been Maybe doing this. Maybe in Brie's mind, she realized something bad could be happening. She just wants to end the match right away. That could be. And, and that's, that's I'm going to excuse that because in the heat of it, it's like, oh, God, this needs to end now mm-hmm. so we can get her. But then she, like, Liv kind of comes to, like, barely. Yeah, and Brie is trying to get her. To the corner. Yes. To tag out. Yes. But even that is like she basically has to hold Liv up and tell her to kind of push with what might she has. So she yeah. pushes Bree in, into uh, the right squad's corner. Yeah, and so and it was terrible. Like you look at the look on, especially Sarah Logan's face. Who went like, yeah, she went, oh my god, like she went, oh my god, and it was it was really scary. Like it, it was. was really scary. So uh, uh, Liv gets to her corner. Uh, Ruby Riot tags in. Um, Liv. Rolls out to the outside. Sarah Logan goes down there with her mm-hmm. and kind of tends to her for a while. Um, I don't know if the training staff went to, to, to get a look at, at her at that point. They definitely were by the end of the match. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know, like three, four minutes later, Liv Morgan was back on the apron. Which apparently, so according to Fightful, they had a write-up. Yeah, yeah. They, they, had, said to, they that, had to do the entire middle part of the match on the fly, and, and Liv insisted on taking part in the one spot. The and that was the problem, place. because at Gorilla, they were telling the ref, keep her out of the match. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's doing the match, 
and she hopped up. And then when they were going to do the triple suplex thing, she comes running in and you know, you can't, you can't have somebody, I mean, you can't handcuff her to the, to the yeah, ropes. Yeah, That's yeah. on her. But you know, they're, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like, you know, stuff broke. It broke down yeah. to the point where the ref couldn't be like, okay, you need to sit down and do not move. Well, then after that spot, the right squad roll out of the ring and and I think Sarah Logan is basically cradling Liv Morgan's head on her shoulder, and you can tell Liv is is basically still half out of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. At that point, we don't see Liv again mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It's basically a three on two match at that yeah. point. Well, until the very very end. Yeah. Like when we see her with the medical staff yeah. uh, uh, tending to her, which yeah. is funny because commentary said that she had been taken to the back. Yeah. And then the camera cuts to them. And there's Dr. Chris Simon right there. Yeah. Looking after Liv Morgan. Doing her pack. I don't think a Z-Pack's going to help with, with a probable concussion. Uh, you know, I don't even... Z-Pack is like for... Uh, what is a Z-Pack for again? Like, it's antibiotics. Antibiotics, right. It's like this uh, a cocktail of antibiotics. I always, I always forget. I always like know and then I forget what that is. I just find it Apparently hilarious. Apparently it's an antibiotics that makes you puke and crap your pants. The CM, the CM Punk Z-Pack thing. Just I find endless, endlessly funny. Um, so, you know, so obviously before this... On SmackDown, there was the Miss Suicide Dies. Even before that, remember she did the the Brie mode running Nita Zelina Vega and just about took her head off? <laughs> yes. So there's been a couple occurrences of Brie maybe showing some ring rust. Mm-hmm. Because she's been out of the ring for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe, you know, timing isn't where it needs to be yet. Um because I mean, I, I don't know how many reps she's gotten. I in. try, I try my damnedest to give to give her a bit of the benefit of the doubt because whenever you're in there with somebody, there's you know it's a two person dance. Yeah. But at the same time, because when I, what I thought was live, and then I hit up uh, who's apparently here in chat, um, and who's uh, talking to people in chat about this, but uh, our hates champion out of mayhem. Yes. Because he's the only wrestler I really know. Yeah, same. Enough to. Yeah, I, no, I follow that thread. Thr- I, have, too, I yeah. have his number, so I just, you know, I don't know why I have his number, but I text him and I, I hit him up on our Twitter through DM. And I was like, what's going on? And, and his take was it was like 80% Brie and 20 as, as a professional wrestler has been doing this for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like 20% Liv's fault for not protecting herself a bit more and for going down like this. Well, I think when she was down, she was selling. It was, she was going back and then down, just the recoil of selling. I would think I would think so too. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're here, no, I know. And a leg is going to be here, then well, you the know, leg isn't supposed to be here. Supposed to be here. Yeah, but but if you're covering that, no, I know. I, right understand, here, I understand. And she was kind of going down. Yeah. And so that's why I hit him up, and he was like, "Yeah, it's about 20." But yeah, I mean, th- th- there is a pattern of behavior here that if you're going to bring back the Bellas in such a like, I was actually kind of surprised with how involved they sort of got in wrestling in such a short yeah, period no, of time. Yeah, there was very little. Build not a whole lot of gone. Get back to know you. They were around for two weeks and then they were wrestling again. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. It's I. I would imagine. Yeah. So you remember when? And I'm this. This analogy is super loose. But when Seth Rollins had. John Cena's nose and then Sting's neck and then Finn Balor's shoulder and Finn Balor's shoulder and they all seem to be and then Bret Hart was saying oh you know he's an unsafe he's worker don't unsafe put him in worker. there yeah like optimistically I would love to think that this is like some really unfortunate ring rust mm-hmm. um but you know it, I, I it's you know maybe just maybe just sit a couple plays out you know maybe just or or just really until emphasize Matt base wrestling. Yeah, I was gonna say until she gets enough reps under her where she feels like her timing's on point. 
And this goes for any wrestler who's been out of the ring for a while. Uh, just simplify things. Keep yeah. it pretty basic. Yeah. Build. Yeah, Start adding how, new things. But the thing is, how basic are, are yes kicks? <laughs> they seem like they'd be pretty basic. So, I know, I mean, I know, I know. But at the same time, you know, if... I don't know if, they, if this was if this was anybody else. I mean, maybe maybe they would get pulled, and maybe she will get pulled from something this heavy. Because see, okay, so here's kind of the bigger. Well, I don't know about the bigger concern than people getting hurt. That's a big concern. Yeah, it's pretty massive. But you also run into a problem where perception, which these days because of social media spreads like wildfire, will be such that you're going to start. Uh, there's going to be a backlash to the stories that you're trying to tell because people, by and large, root for the Bellas, their faces, and people like them. Um, that's going to turn if, you know, this is three strikes. These are three matches that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be long before, you know, just like last night, the Shield are in the ring and everybody's cheering at the head of the show. They pass the mic over to Roman. Boo! And that's still a, you know, a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's still an issue, yeah. And it's always going to be an issue. Well, probably. Um, and so, you know, that's just that's going to put a, a damper on your storylines if you're trying to trying to tell a certain story, knowing that certain characters fill certain roles yeah. with how the crowd responds to. Them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I did. Is, is it going to be a problem for them, you know, to, to address the title of the thumbnail? Maybe I think you know. Obviously, a good section of the fan base needs to chill the heck, chill the heck yes, out a bit. Yes, yes. because I mean, yeah, there were, immediately people. Oh my God, they should be fired. That old no, worst. It was an accident. People get hurt in the ring. It happens. Yeah, but then to see it happen several times, no, several weeks in a row. I understand. Then it becomes more of a well. Maybe the WWE should do something about it. Yeah. But then people also probably shouldn't get overboard. No, it's, they shouldn't. It's just nuance, people. Just yeah. have a little nuance, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Let's read some of these super chats. Yes. Kyle uh, O'Reilly's air guitar says, Botch mode! Oh, you did at that time. Jacinto Gonzalez, wrestlers always send receipts when they get stiffed. Was it wrong for Ruby to service Bree? It did seem... Now, I don't know if Ruby's just like a super professional or if... It, it, it did seem... I mean, I don't know if there is a specific gif out there where you can reference... But when I watched, because I watched this twice, yeah, I watched yeah. it back the second time, and Ruby did seem, number one, it's obvious that, you know, looking from their social media as well, Ruby, Liv, and Sarah are very close. Um, they're, ob- they're on the road together the entire time. They all got called up together. Um, and so she did seem a bit steamed about it. Mm-hmm. And when she, was, when she had that headlock on, while, while they were all trying to figure out what the hell to do next... Um, and seemed a little snug. Yeah, could be. But, you know, she's a professional. She yes. knows how to make yes. it look good. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. Daniel Morris asks, is Brie running this? I, I know, that botch of the intro, intro man. Uh, scuba music, um, why no new intro? You already addressed that. that. The top of the show. It's coming, it's coming. Uh, Richard Ely, besides Bella's Lita Trish, what diva do you want back? It's AJ. Yeah, it would be AJ. Probably also least likely to come back. I don't know, after yeah. seeing... Uh, yeah, maybe. After seeing, uh, oh, what, AJ? She's not coming back. No, she's not coming back. Yeah. Uh, after seeing Caitlyn back in the May Young Classic, yeah. no one might see her. Yeah, yeah. Ron P., I think AJ Lee was right when she told Brie Bella tant- talent was not sexually transmitted. Bachma! You know what it is about your Brie mode? Huh. Um, oh, you get that one? No, I get it. Yeah. Uh, it's because your voice comes off as auto-tune when you do it. Yeah, I know. That's why. I do. Brie mode! That's, that's. 
like kill, cringes my soul, kills me, but it, it is a very good uh, representation of auto-tune. Thank you. Without auto-tune. Nate Williams, uh, I sent a message on Instagram about Patreon. <laughs> yes. Can you please now, Nate, send a message send on a, Facebook? Send a, no, send us an email about Instagram about Patreon. Yeah. And then Facebook message about the said email. There you go. The eyebrow. Okay, this is the third week in a row where Bree has Bosch. I don't have a personal vendetta against them, but go back to the Performance Center. You know, I just think it's a situation where it's just she was out of the ring for a number of years. Mm-hmm. She's maybe still getting the, the ring rust off, and timing was a bit off. Um, that seems to be a large part of it, and then her aim was a little high. Joe Juarez, Liv getting uh, up reminded me of when Shane raised up after Roman wrecked him, and he was clearly out of it. Oh, at uh, Survivor Series. That's oh, so disturbing. It's yeah. so disturbing to see somebody with a concussion. Yeah. Like Yoshihashi. Oh, God. So apparently he's... Uh, uh, out indefinitely. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeesh. I know the, the, the New Japan issued a statement said that he was getting his head and shoulder looked at. Yeah. I didn't see that. I said it was out indefinitely. I think that was a newer thing. Okay. Josh Little, I think the Bellas shouldn't be at Super Show. Um, well, it remains to be seen. Uh, AD, the goofy ass OG, just says, what up? I mean, the thing is, the the spotlight is going to be so much brighter now on Bree, mm-hmm. anyways, mm-hmm. that it would behoove them, I think, to dial it down a little bit. Yes. You know, limit the action a bit. Yes, or at least the striking. Uh, Adam Mayhem. Last thing I'll say about it: she was never a great wrestler to begin with, and now she's endangering others. That's Adam Mayhem's issue. Adam Mayhem versus Brie Bella for H title. That's money match right there. Think so maybe she'll put him out of commission. Oh, shoot! You want? Oh, okay. She's, she's a new Shibata type. Oh, so she'll shoot, headbutt him, break his ankle, and say "f you." Well, that was what Bret Hart wanted to do. Uh, Nick Failer. Failer. Do you think Caitlin will sign with the company? No, say, senor. No, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe be cool um, if they liked what they saw. I don't know how. I didn't see any reports on her second round matchup. Yeah, with, nor have uh, I. Caitlin, uh, Jimmy Thomas here in the Discord says, "That's what the performance. That's what the performance center. No excuse for ring rust when you can get reps to work on it. Oh, I think he means that's what the performance center, center is for. for yeah, because you can get the reps. Um, yeah. Uh, Lego asks Kamala for Hall of Fame, yay or nay? Uh, yay, man. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's talk about Raw. Yeah." It started with uh, Stephanie and Triple H showing up. Baron Corbin was uh, ready. Was, uh, welcoming them to the arena and saying, uh, Stephanie, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. That's like the most Marilyn Monroe type birthday you can really get is. out of him, right? You. You. Happy birthday, Mrs. Vice President. Stephanie. Head of creative. But then Triple H gets out of limo too. He's, he was in limo. And How much did you that. love Triple H's dual role last night. He got dark and he got super heartwarming. I know. You know, talking know. about those kids. And then, like, when he was leaving, I sold my soul. I sold my soul a long time ago. I already did it. Whoa, tell me more about that story. Yeah. Where specifically? When specifically? Probably the Katie Vick stuff. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, so, yeah, Stephanie says, uh, Baron, you got problems with the shield. Get tag team well, said, partners. Said this, you know, what kind of GM are you putting yourself in universal title matches? If you keep behaving that way, Kurt Angle's going to come back. If you got beef with shield, take it up with uh, with them yourself. Mm-hmm. Find two tag team partners, take on the shield. Get a couple said, of authors get, to write your next chapter, yeah, Baron. Get your shit together. Kurt's coming back. Okay, Kurt's coming back. Get your shit. Uh, after that, the shields come down. Uh, 
It was it was kind of an aimless, meandering promo. Okay, so we forgot to mention because we did the Brie Bella stuff. Raw in a nutshell. I kind of like the the mind games between Shield and Dogs of War. That was fun. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. I liked that last night they endeavored to tell. A, I like whenever they do a mini story throughout the entire within the, episode, the yeah. giant soap opera that is WWE. I liked that they did that. It was just kind of. I mean, may, maybe it's setting something up, and that's great. I like Drew's performances throughout because oh, he can amazing. do no wrong. He, he can do amazing. no wrong. Amazing. Um, that being said, understanding fully and totally that it, where it was going to go, it just, I don't know. I don't know. Something, something about the main event scene right now just doesn't pop for me. And I don't know if it's because I feel like in the shield, Seth and Dean are being, are being wasted. Yeah. Um, for well, something that just isn't working. They're there to get Roman over. That's which just whole, isn't working. No. You know, no. um, Braun completely took a backseat last night to drew yeah which i love drew oh, he's amazing but fast track him to universal ch- uh, champion right now he's yeah. amazing no i know no look i would sure you kidding me i'd be all about that but like the entirety of it no i know there's nothing exciting about it yeah there's nothing, there's nothing terribly about captivating it. about yeah. it yeah and that's why i guess captivating like, there you i go. kind of appreciate they add this dissension uh angle Last night, at least to make it a little bit interesting, they tried, and if they, it, there was effort, and there. I don't, and, and granted, my my uh, my my opinion on it will change if they pursue it or not. Um, but if the goal is to 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 put the seed in our heads and Dean's head that there's a heel turn imminent or forthcoming at least, mm-hmm. then that did the trick here because that's the only turn I could see happening. Yeah, no, they're no, they they I like that they're sort of planting the seeds for something that feels inevitable. Yeah. Um, I would really love it if I think it'd be great if his heel turn was precipitated by Roman and Seth both going down the road of thinking it's going to happen and it never was going to happen but it does happen because Because they thought it was going to happen. They didn't trust him Mm -hmm. for it not to have for it not to happen. Mm -hmm. That I think would be an interesting way to go. Yeah. Um, and it could kick off here, but I did kind of appreciate that they told when, whenever the, whenever you can always tell there's a little bit of inspiration when they sit down and they say, okay, how can we tell a story within one episode of raw from beginning, middle to end? And they did that last night and mm-hmm. I thought it was, mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, it isn't terribly captivating. There's no intercontinental scene. There's no tag no, scene really. No, although we no. got a hell of a tag title. All the belts, all the belts in, in the men's division are wrapped up in a single feud. Yeah. And granted, the revival match last night was outstanding. Really good. Finally, given yeah. a showcase to show what they can really do. Yeah. And the crowd was super into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's no one contending. Like the Intercontinental title is, is what the U.S. title was when Dean had it. Yeah, you're exactly it's right. Just glued yeah. to Seth. Yeah. It's not going to leave anytime soon. There was no real reason for Finn versus Jinder. Well, it was it was mixed match challenge. Again, I'll say there is no real reason. No, I agree. For it. I'm just saying that's on Facebook. It's not canon. I did love that Connor picked up a singles win. Yeah, that was win. cool. That was awesome. That was really good. Um, there were the main event was fun. Yeah, they really got to get Drake Maverick out of that AOP gear. 
Oh, it's so distracting. It really is. So Baron, dude, I'm. I know I'm skipping even... way ahead, but I gotta say this. So Baron says these are my these are my partners, AOP, and they come out and they're huge, they're massive. And there's a little, little child. There's Drake Maverick. He's so small. It's, it's so like if I it hope takes I away. Hope, I hope that Vince is backstage laughing his ass <laughs> off because that's the right. only way I could justify that he just finds it endlessly entertaining, and it doesn't make it right. Doesn't mean we, that should be on our television, but at least. There's some lot, some Vince logic behind it, but if 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 someone says, "Hey, let's have them all wear matching gear," and no one finds that funny backstage, <laughs> there's no reason to do it, it, dude. It's 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 even beyond that. It's man, those I, I feel like the conversation was this: the authors of pain really seem terrifying. How do we make them less terrifying? Put a really small manager with them. Honestly, dude, it's not even necessarily. It, although. It obviously adds to the to it him wearing the author of pain outfit, author's of pain outfit. Even if he was wearing, like we've said in the past, an Ellering type dark black suit or whatever, even if he was wearing that, when you bring them out with Baron and there's a guy who's literally about five feet tall. Half the size. Do you really think he's five feet? Yeah. I'm not even sure. Here's he's the thing: five feet. If he was, if he, if he so was coming out in a, in a dark suit and had a little bit of menace about him, it could work. Because it's, it's, it, 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 go back to remember when when Cass was talking about it when he was young and he was really small. Yeah, and everybody picked on when him. I was young and, and small. And now that he's seven feet tall, he's taking out all that aggression out on everybody else. Imagine if that was Drake Maverick's motivation. Yeah, it's like I've been picked on all my life because I've been so small. Now I have these two monsters next to me, and they're going to pick on everybody. If that was the first we saw of Drake Maverick, yeah. then maybe, and I'm saying even prior to 205 Live. Yes, it's, it, there's a weird disconnect now, actually, since he got involved in the main event. He is such an engaging mm-hmm. personality. You see his face and that weird crooked smile of his, mm-hmm. and it's so charming. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing that he could wear or do or say to me that says this guy totally fits. That's why they should have had Drew Gulak in that role. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I can think of any number would have been better, but Drew's great. You see, Baron introduces tag team partners as Authors of Pain, a spot that Authors of Pain probably should have been in about three months ago. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and, and you're like, oh, wow. He uses them to, to usurp the power from yeah, Kirk. Yeah, yeah. That'd have been you're great. You're like, wow, this is, this, this is a pretty formidable team. Yeah. And then you get Rockstar Spud walking out with them. And I'm sorry, it just lessens the impact. It does. It really does. It does. I like. I like. And it's made worse than he's wearing that he's wearing a yes. Halloween costume. Yeah, and I like. I like Drake Maverick a lot. Me I too. Think he's got a ton of personality. He's really good on 205 Live. This is not a, the right role. It's for not him. a fit. It's no. not a good fit. No. Anyways, uh, Shield promo. They call out Baron. Baron comes out to the ramp. Um, before he really says much, Braun, Dolph, and Drew come out. And then they start getting in Dean's head, saying, uh, "Where's your title, Dean?" Seth has a uh, tag team, cha- oh, sorry, the Intercontinental title. Roman has a uh, universal title. Dolph did much, most of the talking. He did a good job. Yeah. Like, I was with yeah. you on SmackDown Live. When you were world champion, you earned that by yourself. Yeah. Um, I like, too, that, you know, they did, a, they did a decent job of setting it up when Roman and Seth say, you know, we don't need words or something like that. We have, we can just do this. And they both raise their titles and Dean just sort of slinks to the back. Well, he did a good job of kind of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thing. So they set it up nicely. Um, I mean, when you have when look, when you when you say, hey, let's write a story, you know, uh, for this episode, 
you can do cool things like foreshadowing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. too often we don't get that. And, and that's a shame. Yeah. But I thought they did a good job yeah. of that last night. Um, and then uh, uh, Dolph was also talking about um, shooting. I lost my train of thought. Oh, how, uh, you know, no one contacted Dean while he was injured and re- recovering. Mm-hmm. You know, like how many times did they text you? Check in on you. Yeah. Worry about you while you were gone. Yeah. You're just being used. Mm-hmm. They're using you like when, when Seth was in trouble, who made the save? You did, Dean. Right. When Roman was in trouble a couple weeks back, who helped him? You did, mm-hmm. Dean. What are you going to get out of this deal? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Braun and Dolph and Drew starts to, start to head to the ring because everyone wants to fight. And then Braun goes full top notch saying, no, 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 no. This fight's not going to happen now. Uh, Dolph and Drew, you have a tag title match later against Revival. I have a match later against Shield. We'll save those fights for those fights. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, real quick here, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Jag 1899 hit us with a $5 Streamlab donation. We've got Streamlabs. Oh, awesome. Thank there's you very much. a link in the description. He says, hey, friendos, first donation here. Love the channel. Do you think that having Dean and Drew form a heel tag team would be a good idea? If so, what would their tag team name be? If if Dean goes heel, I'd prefer to see him just go solo yeah, heel. Yeah. Like hiding in the shadows and setting Dean's traps and stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, I liked... <laughs> did you like the little back and forth about math? There's two of you and four of us. Seth's like... What? What? Two of you? What? What are you talking about? Dean, we want you. But yeah, it was weird. Like Braun for his, and it's funny because Braun comes out. That's pretty much all he said. And the the chance for get these hands started. Yeah. And then he just sort of slinks to the background, which is kind of weird. But uh, but like I said, Drew and Dolph got a good section. So yeah. Um. Uh, next first match of the night was Finn Balor with Bailey in his corner mm-hmm. versus Jinder Mahal with uh, Alicia Fox and Sunil Singh in his corner. Yes. Um. So this is all a match to promote. Uh, mixed match challenge Tuesday. Yeah, except on Facebook Live. You know, the, here's the thing. I'm not trying to be negative, but what is the charm of mixed match challenge? They're way looser. Yeah. There's like, you know, somebody, I forget who it is, compiled a great compilation on Twitter of some of the jawing, some of the trash talk back and forth during the mixed match challenge and stuff like, you know, Charlotte coming out to AJ's mm-hmm. entrance and mm-hmm. lip syncing the words. Um, and it's so much fun. It's it's so much goofy fun. It's like what you'd get at a house show. Yeah. Um, but you try to fit. And this wasn't that. No, you fit how Raw is written into the Mixed Match Challenge format kind of just doesn't work. No, it doesn't it's because there was none of the fun there. It's no fun. <coughs> this match really wasn't fun. Um, um, so, yeah, it was. So, this was just a Finn Balor versus Yeah, Jim pretty Mahal much. So, uh, towards the end, Finn goes for his corner drop kick, tripped up by Neil Singh. Um, Bailey then trips up uh, Jinder Mahal. Alicia Fox goes around the ring, gets Bailey's face. Bailey Dexter, um, Sunil Singh follows. He eats Bailey to belly. Um, this was enough of a distraction to give Finn a win via roll up. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, Jinder uh, roughs up Sunil Singh a little bit. Looks like he's really about to put the put the fist to him when he finds him in her piece. Mm-hmm. And they all sit in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jinder has like a giant glob a spit, of yeah. spit right here. Yeah, I noticed that too. It's like a Sunil Singh-sized glob of spit. It's pretty gross. Uh, after that, the uh, match, Natalia and the Bellas <laughs> versus Riot Squad. I love it. After they did their final shot of them doing Shanti, they went to commentary, and they started talking for about five seconds. And for whatever reason, the camera cut back 
Jinder in the ring still doing the shanty as they were taught as they had completely moved on and then went back to commentary. I love when they get oh, shit like that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Dunn. Okay, can we get one more shot of that, please? You know there's they moved reason. on. Please, just one more shot. One more shot. There's zero reason to do it. Uh Natalia and the Bellows versus Riot Squad. We talked about the the yes kick spot at the top of the show. Um and then according to Fightful, they had to rework the entire middle part of the match on the fly. Um, cause Liv was out of action. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, you know, that middle section was still, was pretty solid. Yeah, it was, it was fine. I mean, I think when it's one of those things when real life kind of takes over and the intensity yeah. ramps up, look, man, these people are all very, if you're a professional wrestler in the WWE, you've got to, you, you have the, the tools, you got the ingredients mm-hmm. to come up with some creative shit yeah, on and they the did. fly, and they especially, did. especially people like. Ruby Wright and Sarah Logan, and who, Natalia, who did and oh god, and Natalia, who you know the first two I mentioned did it on the independent scene. Yeah, um, Natalia's been doing it. for and Natalia's been nearly doing it a for, decade. Yeah, exactly. Than WWE. So you've got people in there who can do it, which is why that stuff is so solid. Yeah. They know how to do that yeah, stuff. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the finish saw uh, Ruby Wright pin Natalia after a riot kick. Um, there was a tag between Sarah Logan and Ruby Wright. Natalia didn't see. She thought Logan was illegal. Woman was not. Ruby Riot was. She picked up the win. Kind of I, this, also a little bit surprising. Like, if you look at the optics of this, the Bellas took out one of the Riot Squad members, and then it became essentially a handicap mm-hmm. match that they went on to win. If that's not the mm-hmm. most face thing you could do, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, you're in a no-win situation right there. Yeah. Kind of surprised, though, they didn't say, okay, let's scrub the finish because there's no... If if you're you're left with a handicap match, if the faces in this situation go over, they're essentially cheating to win because the other people are down a guy. And if the other people, that's like a babyface win having two on three, and the people yeah. with two win. So like, why well, they should have the DQ that? I think the larger story they're trying to tell, they're trying to build up Riot Squad. So when they take on the Bellas and Ronda yeah, Rousey, Riot Squad were supposed to win in the first place. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're but, more concerned with the larger story of what's going to happen at the Super Showdown versus the individual story of what was going to happen that night I, you're i think you're right i'm just kind of surprised because in the short term it's like well they just pulled out a really gutsy win right there yeah you know if perception matters every week i'm just kind of surprised they didn't. i don't think it does though i don't think it matters um well to the wwe it probably doesn't no that's what i mean yeah it doesn't matter uh next we had the uh, connor's cure segment with triple h and stephanie very heartwarming yeah um when they presented those two kids with the belts and the the girl started to cry yeah you know, and the whole whole, whole crowd was chanting, you deserve it. Yeah. I have a hard time watching that stuff. It mm-hmm. chokes me up. No, I know. But me too. I think it's cool for those kids. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, That's got to be awesome for those kids to be to get, to, to get that moment, get those belts. I mean, it sucks what leads up to it, obviously, but that moment's got to be, you know, pretty neat. Yeah. I thought it was Triple H was really cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah as you said, he, he vacillated between being super heartwarming dad Triple H. Yeah. And then being super grim. Um uh, uh, you know, yeah, I'm talking about selling his soul out, yeah, you know? because you know, like you know, that that part's a freaking, you know, it's just I, I kind of get the feeling that Triple H, you know, when when you can go that heartwarming, it's like oh, yeah, that's probably really how he is, you know, yeah, no, you know, most of the time, but then he can like turn on, it's still my soul, I know. Uh, but then we had Dean Ambrose stewing backstage. Dolph Ziggler comes up to him and feeds him some more, you know. 
Some more psychological warfare. It was a lot warfare. of the same stuff he was saying down the ramp. I saw you on SmackDown. I was there with you. I saw mm-hmm. you have the world title or the WWE title, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want you. They don't need you. Leave them. He said, you don't have to do anything during the match. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Just stand there. Yeah. Do a thing. Yep. And we'll do the rest. We'll be down there watching. Talking about hard to watch. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode again. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not getting any better, man. It's all just getting worse. Way worse. It's just getting worse and worse. Every week, Bob Roode's face yeah. just betrays a sense of utter contempt for his job. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you think Bobby Roode would rather be doing? He probably feels like he sold his soul. Working his... <laughs> Working, working in some soul-sucking cubicle job. Well, I mean, this is this is kind of the. Wrestling, you'd rather be in customer this is the service. Equivalent of that, right now. <laughs> rather be in customer service. I mean, he should apply to get a job at like WWE shop fulfilling orders or something. There you go. That yeah. might be more fulfilling. Man, for him all I got to do is show up. I can relocate my family to wherever that is. Yeah, where they have the warehouse. I don't know. The warehouse was that? Was that the same location as the no, no, warehouse? They, warehouse? They, had, they had some stock there, but not. Oh, okay. Not. It wasn't the actual active WWE shop. There weren't anybody, anybody fulfilling orders there. Shows up. All I got to do is show up. Work my eight hours, put stuff in boxes. Get some invoices, you yeah. know. Get my one-hour lunch or a 30-minute lunch if I want to go home early. Yeah. Get benefits. Yeah. You know they get benefits. Probably. Yeah. Sit there, fill orders. I don't have to act like I like Chad Gable. Because, <laughs> man, here's a fun. God, it's so bad. It's so bad. Anyways, Chad Gable, for whatever reason, took on Connor from the Ascension. Well, because they're in a, they're in a feud now. The um, Ascension and Gable, Bob Rude. I guess, although I still don't know what the feud is about. Do you? No. Maybe there's a reason. I just haven't. Been no, paying. they had a match once. I'm uh, so distracted by Bobby Rude hating life. No, the Ascension and Bob Rude and Chad Gable had a match once, and the Ascension lost. And ever since then, that's been a feud. They've been they've been annoyed by that. Yeah. Okay. But then, wait, what happened last week? Gable picked up a win. Over right? Victor, yeah. Over Victor. Yeah, the smaller of the two Ascension guys. Okay, but Connor, he won this week. Yeah. There was a cool Connor promo, too. Yeah. When? How long did the Ascension, how long did they get called up? Two years ago? Two or three years ago? Oh, man, boy. I hope they go somewhere, man. Oh, me too. Like, go somewhere within WWE. I want them to... No, I thought you meant go somewhere else where they actually achieve some measure of success. <laughs> no, man. I want them to hit it within WWE. I mean, that'd be great, but Probably if history is any happen. indicator, it's not going to happen. Um, so, before the match happened, there was a Chad Gable promo that was just cringeworthy because Bob Rude just does not want to be there. It's so... He's just... He's got this smile that just looks like everything in his body is hurting. Oh, and I swear to God, if he, he comes off like, if I have to say fucking glorious one more time, I'm going to just fucking start slitting everybody's throats that I see. He's going to start doing, dealing out shoot glorious DDTs to everybody. <laughs> uh, Connor had a promo afterwards. That was pretty solid. Oh. And then the match went down. I mean, Chad Gable's great in the ring. Oh, man, I He's love awesome. him. He's got a ton of personality. I love Chad Gable. They don't know what to do with him. This is not... It's not, it's not going to benefit anybody uh, short of a Bob Rude heel turn. And then in that court case, it'll moderately benefit Bob Rude. Yeah. But it still won't really benefit Chad Gable, I fear. Anyways, Connor picked up the win. Um, someone in chat said it was, it was Connor's first singles win at WWE on the main roster. I think I read that too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great for him, man. Oh, He's got to yeah. be feeling like a million bucks heck right now. Yeah. He's in a feud on Raw. He picked up a win. What's better than that? Bob Rude's probably like, man, can I join the Ascension? It's something else. I know. 
I know. He was probably one who took that picture of James Storm. It could be. That was on non-news yesterday for patrons only. Maybe, maybe. You know. It's like, please make this happen. It's something. He was like, James, dude, if we have you stand next to a dude with a WWE shirt, I'll take a picture of you. You tweet it out with the mm emoji. The mm emoji. Maybe people think that you're coming to WWE, but this is all my way of getting you to WWE. So I don't have to do these crap gimmicks anymore. We bring back beer money. (laughs) Bring back beer money. I miss beer money. But they won't call it beer money. Yeah. Because they won't have a tag team with the name beer in its name. (laughs) With the word beer in its name. Beer money. What are they going to call it then? Drink money. <laughs> the tailgaters. The tail. Oh, there you go. Kind of like that. They're decked out in like sports gear. But then the, it's also like it's the tailgaters. So they have like gator. The Florida gator yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Or they just have like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Remember his dragon? Yeah, the gear? dragon thing. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like dragon. Yeah. yeah. Or a gator. You know, like helmets that go like this. Yeah. Little string. Drink fund. Yeah. <laughs> Drink fun. That's good. That's good. Tip jar. Um, Goodness. <laughs> anyways. Poor Bob Rude. Uh, next, we had a Triple H Stephanie getting back into the limo. Um, Charlie comes up to him. <laughs> Root beer money. <laughs> Rude beer money. Uh, um, liquor cash. <laughs> oh, some of these chats are killing me. Um, uh, for a quick interview, Triple H tells Stephanie... I got it. <laughs> Glorious cowboys. And, soda uh, dollars. Soda dollars. And that's when he tells uh, uh, Charlie that he's already sold the soul in response to what Undertaker said last week. I already sold my soul. When? We just saw you like 10 minutes ago. Dude. You obviously had totally had a soul. Had totally have a soul. Your soul is intact. Yeah, Did man. you sell it from the ring to get to the car? I know. Oh, Did you man. run into Mark Calloway backstage <laughs> between... What happened in the ring to your car? Obviously. Oh, man. He's got such a hectic schedule. He's like, he forgot to eat. Man, I'd sell my soul for a hot dog. Oh, it could be. And then, well, yes, he has a hot dog for you. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, Devil extends pitchfork with hot dogs at the end of each tip. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Which one would you like? Ah. Which we have it- standard, we have a Polish dog, and we have a hot link. Which iteration of Devil are we doing right now? It just sounds like an old-timey guy. Sure, old-timey Devil, man. <laughs> I mean, he's honestly a guy in devil costume. <laughs> right, yeah. With the plastic pitchfork. With like a yeah, with handlebar, the, with right? handlebar. Yeah, with yeah, like the handlebar. Yeah, mustache, yeah. yeah. But he's from like the 1930s. Yeah. Yes. I live forever. Ooh. I recommend the hot link. <laughs> Cooked in the fires of hell. Then I'm going to the World's Fair. They have this new invention called the television. Moving pictures <laughs> in your home. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Next up, we had Dolphin Drew versus The Revival. This was awesome. This is a really good match. Yeah, Revival's really good. This is like six potatoes, man. Yeah. A we lot of potatoes here. Because Revival doesn't get to show off what they hey, get to do. does that well. mean Brie has like the most potatoes in a match lately? Good. <laughs> she always doles out potatoes. Maybe. Ah, potato. Yeah. This is a really good. It match. was awesome. Yeah, it's like a said, match, we, yeah. we don't get a very many opportunities to enjoy the full breadth of the revival skills, but we got to last night because Lots. they were faced off against an equally awesome team. Lots of great near finishes. Mm-hmm. Lots of great times. The revival almost won the tag titles, and the crowd was super into it. And you just reminded that the revival will probably never win the tag titles. Well, not anytime soon, at least. And what? Fall, yeah. And yeah. what happened in the end? Drew pulled out victory for his team. Yeah, man. He didn't. I mean, he was part of the. Finisher, he didn't get the pin per, 
dude, dude, what's going on there, dude? Well, you ate a breakfast sandwich moments. It it wasn't just a breakfast sandwich. It was cinnamon raisin bagel, eggs, bacon, spinach, and tomato. It was so good. It does sound good. It was awesome. Um, So Drew didn't get the the pin himself, Yeah. but uh, Dolph got the hot tag to him. Drew cleared the ring, (laughs) hit his claymore along with uh, Dolph Zigzag. Yes. Drew is is the wheelbarrow of that team. He's Mm -hmm. carrying Dolph. Mm Mm-hmm. And so when, when Seth comes up to Drew later in the show and tells him as much, I mean, it's, it's the truth. He mentions a time when, when Drew physically picked up Dolph and carried him up the ramp at the end of their match at Hell in a Cell. Oh, that He's was done the, that a couple times. That was a great, that was a great little bit yeah. here later on, yeah, when that happened. We'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, next, Kevin Owens show. Uh, Elias comes out, introduces <clears throat> Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens comes out of the ring, um, and then he uh, talks some trash about Leo Rush. He says, well, let's get to know Leo Rush. So he in- invites Leo Rush to come down. Leo walks out of the top of the ramp. Um, he says, I might be new here. I might be young, but I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm savvy enough to know that you're setting me up. Yeah. I will not come down to that ring. Yeah. But I will bring, I will come down that ring when I bring my friend, Denver, Colorado's own Bob Lashley. Got a big pop. Um, they had also produced a, 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 what do they call it? A booster seat. For Leo Rush, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny, um, but yeah, they got they got the jokes. But then Bab- Bobby Lashley comes down. Bobby Lashley has a match with Elias. Yes, um, and this is this is decent enough. Yeah, um, towards the end, Bobby Lashley, man, you know one thing that seems to be supremely underrated about that guy is that he really knows how to take a fall. Yeah. Like I've match after match, and I just I had never been a guy to sort of pay attention beyond the superficialities of, of Bobby Lashley, but like so many matches in the WWE this time around, that dude takes falls like yeah. outside the he ring. Knows, he knows how to because I noticed that last night when he did that spot where he went over yeah. to the apron, yeah. or you know he speared Elias to the ropes. Um, yeah, he just knows how to to keep his tin, his chin tucked. And land flat in his back. How many times there, have there been where we're like, oh my God, Bobby Lashley, is he okay? I know. And I'm like, oh, actually, he just seems to really know what he's doing. Body control. But yeah, it's like AJ. It's, yeah, exactly. But AJ, AJ makes it look really smooth. Bobby Lashley makes it look like it hurts. He's a hell of a seller. Yeah, man. It's hard to like understand that because the dude is jacked beyond belief. But man, he can take a fall. Oh, heck yeah. Mustafa Ali's the same way. He knows how to take a fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. But again, the smaller guys, they kind of make it look smooth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is jarring, but at the same time, when you see a jack dude do that, it's just they don't typically do that. Oh, not at all, no. Not at all. Uh, towards the end of this, uh, Kevin Owens starts chasing after Leo Rush. Um, in the process of doing so, uh, Owens accidentally runs over Bobby Lashley when, they're at, when he was outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Ref calls for the bell. Bobby wins by DQ. Um, Owens and Elias chase Leo all over the place. Um, back in, they end up back in the ring. Leo is about to be powerbombed by Kevin Owens. Bobby saves him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're they're really highlighting Leo Rush's uh, uh, awesome athleticism. Mm-hmm. Having him run all over the place, run away from people, stop on a dime. Oh, so update here. Nate Williams, the guy who had the super chat earlier, said that somebody was using our 2K19 early footage on YouTube. Uh oh. Well, thank you, Nate Williams. Ooh. We will let our people know about Ooh. that, and uh, we appreciate you keeping uh, looking out. Mm. Yes, for us. thank you for that. But, yeah. mm. So, anyways, I'm sorry. I apologize. Anyways, no, that's fine. That's that, that's 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 important news. So, uh, DQ finish. No one wins. Nobody wins, baby. Next, Dolph. Sorry, Drew and Seth backstage. 
Um, this is when Seth was was trying to uh, cause some tension between Drew and Dolph, mm-hmm. saying, "You, you know what? All you were saying about Dean in relation to us earlier, same can apply to you. Braun is just using you. You know that you're carrying Dolph. You're the man mm-hmm. in this trio here. Um, you know, you literally picked up and carried Dolph after our match at Hell in a Cell. He did it one other time. Uh, you're the man. <coughs> Let me ask you something. What? This might be." This might be giving him too much credit. Maybe not, though, because maybe it seems obvious. Braun going to the to the background last night. Last night seemed like they were actively trying to feature Drew, right? Well, I have, I, I have every reason to believe that Drew will be next in line once Roman defeats or retains the title at uh, Crown Jewel. Yeah. Drew's got to be next in line. Yeah. I would hope so. I would hope that they actually have a plan for that far in advance. Mm-hmm. Because they, last night was such a showcase for him. I was I was thinking about every single segment he was in. And it, it's not just that they feature him. They put him out there. But, man, every single time the camera's on Drew. He's doing something interesting. Yeah. Even every he's not time. talking. He can just be standing there. Yeah. He's something as simple at the, at the main event. When they're at the top of the stage and they're all sitting in their chairs. They move down the bottom of the ramp like they're going to fear. Braun is sitting normally in his chair. Dolph is sitting normally in his chair. What does Drew do? He turns his chair around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sits in his chair back. Well, I mean, yeah. he puts the chair backwards and sits in it. The Riker maneuver. Yeah. yeah. The what? Riker maneuver. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. The Riker maneuver is when he walks up to a chair and he like he doesn't go around it. He puts his he legs walks over, over it, it yes, to yes, sit yes, into it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Um, so he's sitting in a backwards chair. Which is just cool. Yeah. Oh, that's always the coolest. Yeah. He just looks yeah. cool. Yeah, totally. Just his facial expressions, everything about Drew. Spot on. He's the best. Was that a Fonzie thing? Did Fonzie pioneer that? I don't know. Sitting in a chair backwards? Because mm. it does look cool. You're asking the wrong guy. Were you not a Happy Days kid? Uh, not really. It's, it was on the TV at our house a few times, but I never really sat down and watched it. I watched it like, I remember watching it a lot. I can't really say I was like huge I think, into it. I think we watched more of Laverne and Shirley in our house in Happy Days. Oh, I like them too. We watched more of the spinoff they were the good. show. They were good. Michael McKean's great. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, I always like that Fonzie had an office in his bath in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Or he just considered the bathroom his, his office. office. Yeah. It's probably right. more likely the case. Yeah. So anyways, that was good stuff. Uh, next, Nia Jax versus Alicia Fox. Nia Jax was joined ringside by Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia was joined by Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Um, Nia and Ember had a promo before the match. They're really uh, uh, hyping up that Nia Jax is nominated for People's Choice Award, mm-hmm. Game Changer of the Year, yeah, that's which good. is awesome. Um, Nia picked up the win with a Samoa drop. Not a terribly surprising outcome. I'm wondering... Uh... That Ember Nia pairing for the women's tag titles that mm. could be that could that could look pretty good because mm-hmm. both of them really should be up there in the singles yeah. scene. Yeah, but I kind of feel like there's no room because they've got Ronda there. I yeah, know, I know. But that'd be a good looking tag team right there. Yeah, it really would be. Um, after that, we had Dean and Drew backstage. And Dean was telling, I'm sorry, Drew was telling Dean about what Seth brought to him. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm confused right now. I don't know. Either Seth is saying that he wants to, to form the most dominant four-man faction super in the history. Shield. A super <laughs> shield. Most dominant four-man faction in history. Or, we're looking, or he's looking to replace you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about all that, Dean. Lots for Dean to chew on, man. Yeah, really. 
Anyways. Yeah, he was stewing a lot this episode. Then we had our main event, which was The Shield versus Baron Corbin and his uh, partners for the evening. Yeah. The Authors of Pain. Who they just call AOP now. AOP, yeah. Because that's what they do sometimes. Yeah. <coughs> and, of course, the dogs of war. <coughs> Excuse me. Sat down ringside. Yeah. Well, they're on the ramp. Oh, yeah. The ramp first, and then top of the ramp, then the foot of the ramp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's another fun match. Wait, Ty Dillinger's Twitter name is now Dilly Dilly Dilly? I'm like, Ty, we need, you to, we need you to do something that'll make you even less appealing. Where you're already on, not on TV, but we need you to be even less on TV. Dilly than, Dilly. And none. And he says Dilly Dilly. Anyways, talk about this main event match, man. All right. Well, I was putting in our SmackDown preview. Yeah, I can see that. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I go ahead. So yeah. I got to do two things at once. Well, you always do the the. the oh, rundowns. all right, all right. You're, you're all right, better right, at that. All than right. I am. So the Shield and, and AOP, all all six of them are in the ring. Well, and Baron, I guess too. That would make six. Um, they're brawling the ring. Shield sends a, a hey OP. Hey OP. Therathabada called them. Hey OP. It's a great name. Um, out of the ring, Dogs of War walk to the ring with their chairs as if they're gonna get involved. Shield, pay attention to them. Not hey OP. Hey, OP, take advantage, get the upper hand. Um, at one point, uh, both Roman and Dean are knocked down the match. Roman eats a last chapter. Seth goes for a hot tag. Dean gets pulled off the apron. Mm-hmm. So Roman has to be in there for a while. He takes a deep six, kicks out. Um, and then Baron eats everybody's finisher. He gets a stomp from Seth. Yeah. A little bit of action happens. A dirty deeds from Dean. A little more action happens. Uh, Dean tags in Roman. He pins Baron after a spear. I kind of wish they had, had set this match up so Dean had to win it all by himself. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that would have been a cooler way to end it. Um, did you see that big old Slayish shirt front row? Yeah, man, that was cool. That was awesome. I'm trying to find who that was. That's why I'm on my phone right now. Yeah. Anyways, Baron took the pin. Um, Shield go over. And then after the match, because Dean did a suicide dive um, towards the finish. Yeah. So he's uh, in between the ring of the ramp, standing there, looking both at the Shield and Dogs of War. And he kind of leaned towards Dogs of War and mm-hmm. turned around, goes back to the ring. Puts that fist in. Yeah, it was good. Shield fist bump. Yeah, it was for good. now. There he is. Ray Maestas Jr. Yeah, thank was you. in the front row. That was great. Yeah, it was awesome. That shirt really pops. Good job, me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was, again, another fun main event. I mean, I like, look, it, it's... I like this. I like this feud. I like this thing that's going on. There's a lot of good things about it. Nothing really grabs you, though. Yeah, kind of. Like, remember last was last summer when it was Roman Braun? It was like, well, what's Braun going to do next? Yeah, because they kept, they kept one-upping themselves. Right, exactly. You go to SmackDown, you got uh, uh, Charlotte and Becky. That's intensely personal. And so there's something to latch on to there. Same with Joe, Joe and AJ. AJ. Same with Orton Hardy. Yeah, there's obvious things to latch on to. Yeah. This is just... Something as basic and simple as one per You know, three guys don't like the other three guys. Yeah, what is the point here? It was Braun wanting to even the odds against the Shield so he can be Universal Champion. They enlisted Dolph and Drew to help him. Yeah, it's just it's just one guy's pursuit at glory. Mm-hmm. Braun is what led to all this, mm-hmm. which in the past is not how Braun operated. And then they're and now have, he's kind of getting pushed to the background. And then Super Showdown, which is a week away. Yeah, a week from Saturday, Friday. A week from this coming Friday, right? Yeah. Friday night, Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, it'd be a tag match, Shield against Dogs of War. Yeah, okay. In Australia. Mm-hmm. What time is that for us? 
think one in the morning. Nice. We're going to live stream. Uh huh. Nice. Of course we are. All right, let's talk SmackDown real quick. They kept the uh, preview pretty short here. I got to do one more uh, uh, entry. So, Steve, if you will handle the first one, please, and thank you. Yeah. WWE champion AJ Styles and Samoa Joe to make their WWE Super Showdown match official. Sounds like we're getting a contract signing. That's exactly what it is. SmackDown Live general manager Paige took to social media on Saturday to announce that this coming Tuesday night on the blue brand, WWE champion AJ Styles and Samoa Joe will partake in a contract signing for their no DQ, no count out, must be a winner, WWE title match. At WWE Super Showdown. You think there's actually going to be a winner here? Uh, yeah, gonna AJ's going to win. Right? AJ's yeah, going to win. It's going to be AJ. Oh, that was it. Uh, can Ty Dillinger, Dilly Dilly, seize his <laughs> opportunity against Shinsuke Nakamura? <laughs> After Ty Dillinger, Dilly Dilly, expressed interest in going... Is that all it takes now? Is us expressing interest in going after the United States title on social media <laughs> over the weekend? United States champion Shinsuke Nakamura chimed in and uh, saying that the perfect 10, Dilly Dilly, is not worthy of being a contention. It's kind of a fair point. It is a fair point. They can surely get a knee to the face for his pursuit. And then Dillinger's going to say dilly dilly. Dilly, Big E clashes with Sheamus. Last Tuesday on SmackDown Live, Thebar got one up on SmackDown Tag Team Champions The New Day as Cesaro defeated Kofi Kingston in a singles competition. The champions will get an opportunity to even the score this week as Big E goes one-on-one with Sheamus. What will happen when these two powerhouses collide inside squared circle? Can Big E outmuscle Celtic War- Celtic Warrior, or will Sheamus show that Thebar is ready for their title match at Super Showdown? Rusev wants answers. Machka from Aiden English. Aiden English made last Rusev day a decidedly unhappy one after he cost the Bulgarian brute the United States Championship. Then viciously attacked Rusev after the bell. A, he didn't cost him shit. No. B, what answers do you want? You act like an asshole to Aiden English. Yep. There's the answer. You're a prick, Rusev. Now, Rusev is demanding answers. Will the Bulgarian brute get what he's looking for from his former friend? I hope Aiden just says, well, you're an asshole, so go away. Anyways. Anyways, question time. It's time for questions. Time for questions. We have a question thread on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson at $1. A month, you can join the question thread. The real Rich Hardesty, brief for, uh, or sorry, to New Japan Pro Wrestling, stiff shots for Suzuki. Tell me, she could be the next Shibata. Uh, a shoe-in for never openweight champion. There you go. Um, RTGTZ, do you think Roman will ever get to Cena level of acceptance? At first, he was hated because he was forcing the people, but eventually he was cheered for the matches and work done for the company. All right, best, let me ask you this. Best case scenario. For Roman? For Roman. Diesel. Well, <laughs> wow. Like Diesel or WCW Nash? No, Diesel. Wow. Not even WCW Nash. Wow. A guy that's kind of forced on the crowd a bit. Yeah. They kind of like him. He's all right. When's the last time you want, like, what? But people aren't really going to go to shows just to see him. Yeah. Wow. What, do you have a better analogy? No. Is that pretty good? It's pretty rough. Why but rough? I can't say I disagree. That means he's going to have the title for a year. That's brutal honesty, man. I like it. Uh, Josh Little would be better to place Roman with Drew in the shield and have Roman get kayfabe injured than come back to chill, chill Roman. Yeah. Chill Roman. Okay, let me ask you that then. What's the ceiling for chill Roman? Infinite. Wow. Bruno. Bruno. Okay, that's a, that's a good ceiling. Uh, let's create see. a new ceiling for... For chill Roman, yeah. Yeah, man. Kevin Mack. 
What is the most ideal booking for the eventual Dean Ambrose turn on the shield? You mentioned it earlier. Uh, as soon as Super Showdown, or should it be milked until Survivor Series? I think it should be milked for the until the Rumble. Mm-hmm. All the way out. Just the road to Mania will be What like, if the turn actually happened during the Royal Rumble? Oh, that'd be good. Maybe, but all sorts of weird stuff happens in the Rumble, and they never talk about it. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chicken, what's Bree's favorite type of restaurant? Hibachi. What's Oh, that's good. I like that. Um, Jose GGR. Hey, friend, it was a bit late, but I'm sending you something. I got it all in. Oh, so cool. keep an eye out. Do either of you play any of the WWE mobile games? Mm-mm. No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not a huge. I can't really. Mobile games don't really do much. For I've me. only really played four mobile games in my life. What are Temple they? Run. Oh, that's great. Words with Friends. We should do a Temple Run with Leo Rush. Candy Crush. Yeah, and then lately I've just been playing solitaire. <laughs> That's awesome. It's an easy. If I got two minutes to to kill, get a game of solitaire. Mm-hmm. Excellence of flexecution. What would be the name of an Adam Mayhem and Luchando, but it's Hilton Luchando podcast? They both did a glorious job filling in. What would their podcast name be? It would be um, uh, the Unmasked Podcast. That's not terrible. Um, what about wrestling unmasked because uh, mayhem as a wrestler can give some behind the scenes details. How about the Vance and Coy of wrestling? I mean, that's not the most obvious of references. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Siren 1024. Hey, friend knows you plan a dinner party and must invite a wrestling faction faction past present or any promotion, but no undisputed error. Who do you invite? New day oh, the, everybody or the elite. To, the, everybody has to say you can't be undisputed error. Um, I'd say new day. I would have like a, you know what I would do? I would have a Wolfpack. I was going to say chaos. Oh, that's good. Too. Think of the names you get. That'd be good too. <clears throat> you get to pick the brain of Gato. You get to dine with Okada. And then like, I don't know, I get to hang out with best friends, two best friends. Yoshihashi, he's out indefinitely. He can't be at the dinner. He's out indefinitely. Oh yeah, I should say Suzuki Goon. That's so I can have dinner with Minoru Suzuki. That's terrifying. What you want? You're going to invite Killer Elite Squad into your home? No. Well, I didn't say you got hot coffee thrown all over you. Or water spit in my face. Both. Uh, Alto, how sad will Steve be if Triple H said, I put you down like a dog to take her instead of the taker saying it Triple H? Um, I wouldn't be sad at all. You just want to hear those words involved in this feud somehow. I'm going to put Mark Kelly down like a dog. Find it funny. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Gavin Amabile. Amabile? Sorry, Gavin. It's Sunday night, and you both get a call from Vince McMahon saying the WWE want to give you both a shot at doing commentary on either Monday Night Raw or SmackDown Live. Which do you choose? Who becomes play-by-play, and who does call? I think it's obvious, given the fact that I literally just made you stop what you were doing to do play-by-play, that you would be play-by-play. Yeah, I'd be play-by-play. And I would be color commentary. I know the, I know the names of the moves more so than you do, too. Way more. Uh, Zach Stolpa, create... New Japan factions using WWE wrestlers. So it's not Suzuki Goon anymore. It's McIntyre Goon. McIntyre Goon? What about Corbin Goon? Uh, he's too hapless. He could be a member. <laughs> what would he be? He a could member? be like Azuka. <laughs> yeah, somebody has him on a leash and he's trying to get out into the crowd. That's good. I like that. So it's McIntyre. I guess he'd have Dolphin there. 
Why? I just, you know, man, I can't. I can't. Dolph's get, doing good work now. I can't get into him. Man. That's fine. It's always Baron. Just, it's always just Dolph. Um, who could be the Zack Saber Junior? Daniel Bryan. He seems like he should be leading his own faction. What would be called? Brian Goon? No. Daniel Goon? K. Yes. K. Instead of chaos. K. It's terrible. That's good. No, no that's, that's terrible. That's actually very good. That is that is supremely clever. I'm impressed. I guess the Shield need their own thing. They'd be like New Bullet Club. Let's just move on. Uh, Cameron Bordalazzo. What wrestling-inspired game would you rather play? A Walk with Elias version of Guitar Hero or a Leo Rush version of Frogger? No, man. It should be a Leo Rush version of Temple, Temple Run. Temple Run. That'd be awesome. And you get little sound bites from him. Yeah. I like it. 23-year-old piece of gold. I'm a 23-year-old piece of gold. Paramo47. Hey, guys. I don't know if you saw my email, but I have a Robin Hood newsletter I created. Uh, saw your interest in stocks in the podcast. The calls from this week made 70% gains already. Nice. So. Gains a clock. And then he says, shout out. No. So. Lol. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, let's see here. Tim Spulak. Oh, Tim. Stop talking to me, Tim. Are the WWE writers messing with the wrestling internet community, teasing an Ambrose heel turn after all the rumors? No. This is a, it's a, it's a logical storyline beat. I think. Uh, Robert Lawback. Hey, guys. I wanted to thank you. I have some depression problems, and you helped me take my mind off the bad things. You're amazing. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Happy we can help. Well, that's awesome. Really happy we can help. That's great. Uh, Jay Gonzalez. WWE holding Bailey hostage until the tag belts are debuting or debuted, are damaging her so bad. I don't really think that's really the case. No, I think if Sasha hadn't gotten hurt, she would probably have been doing something other than being in Finn Balor's corner last night. Yeah, she got on TV. Anytime somebody's on TV, man, I think it's okay. It's better for, than not being on except, TV. Except for Bobby Roode. Yes. It actually might be better for him just to disappear for a while. Yeah, Jacob Thies. Shield made Corbin sing, I'm a little teapot after the show went off the air last night. Favorite slow wolf moment ever. Wait, what's oh sure. yeah yeah I heard about it. that's great did you watch it no I didn't heard about it though Colcabana finds it expensive and kind of effed I always find myself fast forwarding through the Connors Cure type segments where uh, kids are or survivors are honored in front of the live crowd because I largely don't care wow that's that's really? dark man he says a am I a bad person b do these segments have any place on a wrestling show uh so here's it, the thing I think they do because those two kids and I mentioned this before the battle they had to get through to get to that point, to give them that recognition probably means a lot to them. Well, yeah. No, I, I'm definitely not going to disagree with that. I think they do have a place on a show, on the showcase show that's three hours long, where a wrestling company is trying their damnness to come across as like a proper business company with good public relations. And so, I mean, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm simply speaking about the business aspect of things. Yes. I think that, yes. It it because I look. I'm not gonna say I don't care. I think it's great what they're doing. Um, it does stop the show. It does stop it cold. I personally don't care. It's free entertainment. What do I care? Um, SmackDown is a much snappier show. It's only two hours. You probably wouldn't see this there. Um, Raw is a three hour show. They can stop it for twenty minutes. It was a long segment. It was. Last it night. was a long. Segment, it was a but... long segment. But they are trying to legitimize their charitable efforts 
There are some out there who have a cynical viewpoint on the Connor's Cure thing. I am not one of them. I think that, you know, if, if they help one kid feel better about their situation, that's fantastic. And if they can donate, if they can raise and donate money to actually uh, find means to... Effect change. Yes. Yeah, I think it's great. For kids with cancer, then that's great. Yeah, I think the Make-A-Wish stuff is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, does it, does, it, does it stop the show dead? Yeah, I think it does. But you know, I in the grander in the grander sense of things, I don't really give a shit that it does that. In the grander sense of things, there there's more to life than than wrestling. Yeah, I know. At that point, when it comes on, if you don't care about it, you just go to the kitchen, you make a sandwich, or you, you know, check your email or whatever you do. Yeah. Get on Twitter and see what I'm saying. Um, and then you know, wrestling will resume at some point. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. There's 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 more important things in life than wrestling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, are we gonna do play per view? Oh, I suppose we should. Do we have any more super chats? I'm sorry. No. Okay. What's uh, what play per view are we gonna do today? Um, what is play per view anyway? Where we quiz each other on the results of old pay per views. Right, 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 right. I'm trying to think of this. Let's look for wrestling shows that happened <coughs> outside of the United States. Outside, what uh, what about Australia? I'm gonna do SummerSlam. Well, I'm thinking of like by major like U.S. promotions, like SummerSlam 1992. That's what I'm gonna do because that was in London. In your which in your house was in England. There one called Insurrection or something like that. Yeah, I'll do WWE. I'll do Insurrection. All right, I'll do SummerSlam '92. You know the results of one of these matches. Uh, I'll do 2002. I have 11. I'll do 2000. Insurrection. There we go. Results. You have 11. Yeah. I have 10. All right. Well, I'll just won't do the first dark match then. I'll go first. Tag team match. Tag team action. Tag team action. Too action cool. Now. Too cool. Grandmaster Sexy, too, Scotty Too Hotty mm-hmm. versus the Radicals. Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn. What year was this? 2000. Radicals. Wrong. Oh, wow. I know. I'm surprised by that too. Um, Tito Santana versus Papa Shango. Um. My, uh, Papa Shango. Yeah. Singles match. Kane versus Bull Buchanan. Oh, Kane. Yeah. Uh, tag team match. Money Inc. Of course, Erwin R. Scheister and Ted DiBiase versus the Legion of Doom. Oh, never bet against Legion of Doom. Singles match. Oh, you didn't know? Road Dog with Tori Wilson versus uh, Bradshaw. Road Dog. Very good. Um, singles match. Virgil versus Nails. Nails. Mm-hmm. Arm wrestling match. All right. Uh, the Cat versus Terry Runnels. Oh, my goodness. The Cat. Very good. Uh, singles match. Rick Martell versus Shawn Michaels. Um, Shawn Michaels. Double count out. Ah! Tag team match. Um, the Dudley Boys versus Rikishi and Shokishi, who I'm assuming is the big show yeah, dressed so. up like Rikishi. I think so. That sounds familiar. Was there was it a tag title match? Not a title match. It was a tag team I'll match. I'll go with Rikishi and Shokishi. Good. Yeah. Anytime big show dresses up. Probably going to be, win, Probably be a win. win. Uh, the <coughs> Beverly Brothers versus the Natural Disasters. Natural Disasters. Uh-huh. Uh, singles match. Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle. Ooh. Yeah. Hell of a match, probably. It's only six minutes, though. Oh. Go with Benoit. 
Nope. Kurt Angle. Damn. Repo Man versus Crush. Uh, Crush. Yes. Hardcore match for the WWF Hardcore Championship. The champion, Crash Holly versus the British Bulldog. I feel like there's a situation where someone else came in and won it. I'll say Crash Holly, though. Uh, no, they're in England, so British Bulldog. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, singles match for WWF title, Ultimate Warrior versus the champion, Randy Savage. Um, well, the champion, Randy Savage. No, Warrior by Countout. Oh, my God. Uh, tag team match for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Uh, the champions, Edge and Christian, defended against the Hardy Boys, Jeff and Matt Hardy. Edge and Christian. Uh, no, Hardy Boys by DQ. Damn it. Uh, singles match, Kamala versus The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. Singles match for the WWE European Championship. The champion, Eddie Guerrero with China versus Chris Jericho. Eddie. Very good. Uh, the Berserker versus Tatanka. Tatanka. Yeah. Uh, triple threat match. Boy, they really went jobber versus star in that in, in that SummerSlam. Huh? Yeah. Uh, triple threat match for the WWF Championship. The champion, The Rock, versus the challenger, Triple H, and, wait, oh, and the other challenger, Shane McMahon. So it's Triple Threat, Rock, Triple yeah, H, Shane yeah. McMahon. The Rock. Very good. Uh, last match, you know the outcome of this. Singles match, Intercontinental title, British Bulldog versus the champion, Bret Hart. <coughs> um... Wait, was this a champion versus champion? No, for the Intercontinental Championship. Brett was champion. Bulldog was a challenger. Bulldog won that? Brett won that? Who won that one? You have to tell me what your answer is. I honestly, it's funny. You said, uh, I'll, I'll say who's on my shirt, Bret Hart. No, the Bulldog Did won. Did he really? Yeah. I don't care. I got seven. Okay. I'm happy with what I got. How many did you get? Five. Yeah, no, I, I got win. six. Sorry, you won by one. I so. win. I'm the you best. should get a point, Doc, for not knowing that one. Fine. Tie game. Do you accept that? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I win. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Maybe we can get some music from Hilton here. Patrons, stay uh, stay tuned. Post show here, Nate's coming under right up. I'm telling you, man, freaking getting Alzheimer's. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.